Welcome, Anime Loungers, to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, alongside with Matt and Ricky. Today, we will be covering Season 1 of The Promised Neverland. But before we get started, we like to introduce our drinks of choice. Currently, all of us are finishing up the last of our Glenn Levette 14 age. But all I, of us are finishing up. I'm pretty sure I you mean, finished yours already. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My glass was already empty. But what I was getting at was uh, we're finishing the bottle, and my next drink after this, which is currently right now, is some <laughs> Alberta Premium Casket Strength. Uh, some Canadian whiskey. Uh, Ricky, what's your uh, plan B? Plan B? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Glenfiddich? Glenfiddich. Right? Yeah. That's what you brought for your birthday? Yeah, that was uh, my birthday gift from my buddy Nick. Yep, that's my plan B, and I'm chasing down with a silver bullet. Matt? And I'm following Ricky's choice this time, so making it easy. Oh, yeah, baby. That Glenny is super good. Don't blame you. So, Ricky, we got a synopsis for some... Promise Neverland season one. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I'm, a, I'm just gonna steal it for fandom. That's all right. All right. Um, we got Norman, Emma, and Ray are the brightest kids in the Gracefield House orphanage. By the way, that's the first time I saw that name. I didn't know what the house was called. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Even yeah. though I've seen this twice, that's the first time. I, I knew it as um, site number three. So yeah, that too. Oh, there you go. Cool. All right. So Gracefield House orphanage. And under the care of the woman, they refer to as mom. It says here mama, but it's really mom. I, I think because in the Japanese version, they say mama or mommy. But yeah. in America, in the English dub, they say mom. Oh. So I think that's the difference there. Yeah, good to know. It's really weird. We're not very uncommon to hear mama nowadays. Right. But um, all the kids have enjoyed a comfortable life, good food, clean clothes, and perfect environment to learn. You know, what more can you ask for for an orphanage, basically? Uh, one day, though, Emma and Norman uncover the dark and twisted truth of the outside of the outside world. My bad. They are forbidden from seeing it. Soon, they must make haste to plan their escape. And that's the synopsis. Short and sweet. Short keeping and out, sweet. Keeping out all the major details, all the plot twists. And... Yeah, I like it. Short and sweet and to the point. Lance, are we going to get that Lance's lessons from you? Yes, let's jump into some Lance's lessons. Today's Lance's Lessons is the Japanese word for mother. It is okasan. O-K-A-A-S-A-N. Okasan. Fitting because we all know mother, mom. And I also feel like maybe we should start uh, throwing out some more easier to handle words, some more everyday kind of words. So mm-hmm. I think okasan is something that you can use every day. You can even start calling your own mother okasa. <laughs> so, there you go. But... A little behind the scenes. Where'd you learn this word from, Lance? I mean, I've always known this word through anime. Yeah, but what'd you bring with you? But usually I go to Google to make sure that I uh, find some kind of translation. And because personally I know that mother is Okasan, I Googled it just to check myself. And apparently Google doesn't like to refer to mom as Okasan. So I had to go downstairs into my basement, into my bookshelf, and pull up my fucking Japanese textbook. For uh, Genki 1, uh, for anybody who knows anything about Japanese, they always suggest that you start with the Genki 1. Went through and uh, had to find that, yes, indeed, 
Okasan is mother. And this is a three-inch binder that is full. Oh, yeah. And it I, looks pretty old. How long have you had it? Uh, I'd say a good five years. Yeah, dude. I print, I went, I found, uh, I don't remember exactly how I found this. I Googled it. It was somewhere on like Amazon or something like that. And there was something that sold me a digital textbook for like, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks. And I bought it because I wanted to teach myself Japanese. And then at the time, I was also going to a technical college, which gave me uh, a credit limit for printing pages. And at this college, they gave me a shit ton of credit. (laughs) Okay, so I used all of that credit plus this digital textbook and i just printed this fucking textbook for free <laughs> i was gonna say because if you would have printed that at like a like if you don't have a printer at home if you would have printed that at fedex or something you probably would have paid oh, i would have paid out the ass yeah. out of my ass a little bit but yeah i i but, printed an entire textbook basically for free and then i individually this was the hard part i individually <laughs> sleeved each and every single <laughs> page of this textbook in this binder just to make sure that it will last forever it looks real professional <laughs> five <you>. years later <laughs> five years later i'm still busting it out and uh one day i will once again dive deep back into genki one i don't know man i think you might need to use that textbook for your last lessons from now on i mean like i said <laughs> i want i wanted to choose a, a word today that's more universal like I could have easily chose a, a more difficult, more unnatural word that would have been like, okay, well, that's what that word means. I'm never going to use that word again. But everyone can use Okasa. Yep. So I'm going to try picking out uh, some more universal words. Yeah, hey, I think you've, you've done a good mix of words that are Absolutely. unique and kind of universal. Right. So, cause and like, hard, hard to pronounce, you know. There's yeah. been a couple of those. <laughs> Awesome, man. All right, where are we off to next? What we got going on? Off to next is typically some character talk. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So, Matt, got any favorite characters out there? I would say Ray would be my favorite character. Just, Why do you choose Ray? Um, he's just kind of that man. He he likes to manipulate things. He knew everything that was going on. He was one that you got a good amount of information about, but you definitely, or at least me personally, I wanted to hear more about ray because you got the uh infant uh amnesia you learned about that uh, that i don't know bro i was, i must have been flying pretty high that night but that fucked me up <laughs> yeah dude because obviously anybody who watches this show is gonna be like holy fuck is that really a thing but i'm pretty sure it's not a thing i, I have a question well so I, I know the answer then did you look it up i did it i was too mind fucked okay <laughs> i I, so uh, I I heard on the side that infant amnesia only technically works at like age two or three. So I did look up infant amnesia as okay. far as the Ray, like how, like if it was realistic for somebody like Ray to, for it to happen. And because it was in the womb. Yeah. Right? Like in it, the, it was everything. In the womb. That... They, they said that's probably not likely, but as far as, like, being an infant, like, when you can first see things, mm-hmm. that is definitely, it's not common. It's definitely not common, but it is possible. Now, they were talking about how you do have kind of pseudo memories because when like you guys have seen the videos of like the dad that always has a beard and then he'll shave it and then the two-year-olds will just lose their mind because they don't recognize their dad especially yeah yeah, because it'll be like behind a towel and they recognize the voice so everything's normal and you remove the towel and all of a sudden it's a different face and the baby cries its eyes out lose their mind so hilarious that (laughs) or maybe it's just an ugly ass dad (laughs) that too could could be (laughs) but 
that right there proves that even before two, because that's the around the age in which they start having actual memories, two mm-hmm. or three, that proves right there is that, yes, infants do have memories because they can recognize dad with beard and then don't recognize dad without a beard. Right. So. I like how we're, this, we're making this a dad thing and, you know, not talking about the mom. Let's keep Because, you know, we deserve the spotlight every once yeah. in a while. It's just moms fucking ship you out to fucking monsters. So. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, Lance. <laughs> I see you. I have a huge false memory of a chi- as me as a child of having a fucking long neck dinosaurs in my backyard. <laughs> I remember very distinctly as a child that there was a long neck dinosaur in my backyard. But I know now as an adult, obviously that was just a dream. But I just, I just remember thinking that that was so real at one point in my life. Did you ever ask your parents about it? No. Like, oh well, no. Really? No. I, yeah. That's kind of cool that you say that because. I have, I have I have a fake memory too. Like, well, not really a fake memory, but I've always thought like when when people drove their cars, it was always like a Hot Wheel racetrack, like the loopy loops <laughs> and everything. So You're I just was waiting always, for it. Yeah, I was always freaked <laughs> out to like go in a car with somebody or like, when my parents just because obviously they'd be driving the whole time, but I'd be freaked out to go in a car on a car ride just because I thought we'd have to make like <laughs> evil Knievel jumps and shit. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I got that from, but I remember that being uh, when playing I was young. Too, playing with too many Matchbox cars, obviously. <laughs> Shit. Too many Hot Wheels, man. They were like 25 cents back in the day. Back then, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really, didn't really have that, any of that stuff. I didn't, I don't dream, so it's, I can't really have any of those. You know, my nights are great. Black, I wake up, it's great. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Dude, I have insane no, fucking dreams. Me, me and Emily wake up every, well, every morning. Obviously, we wake up every morning. But when we wake up... We start sharing our dreams together. Like, she has all these nicer dreams. And I start telling about all these fucked up, like, <laughs> weird-ass dreams. About Usually, a lot of my dreams happen to be, like, in, a, like, a dark forest. Sometimes there are zombies. Sometimes there's explosions. Sometimes there's some kind of monsters. I, I like kind of that darker stuff, obviously. Uh, yeah, so, I, can, I can tell. <laughs> if, if we have any psychologists listening to this, you can kind of give us some, maybe Lance needs some help. Yeah, but it's fun. I don't have a problem with it. That doesn't mean you don't need help. <laughs> We're here for you, Lance. It's okay. No, it's, it's all good fun for myself. But, like, I don't know. It's, it's just fun sharing our stories with each other because our dreams are so different. That's us. cool, man. Like, sometimes I just wake up. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll remember having a dream. I just can't remember the dream. Oh, yeah? Like, I'll wake up and I'm like, shit, like, that dream was so real. Like, I want to tell my wife. And then I just forget. Like, I just can't. I can't. Oh, I have so much to tell you. What, what What's going on? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't know. Like, but I, I, like, I don't know. It's just so weird to explain. But I have these vivid dreams. Oh, no. I know exactly what you mean. And I just can't remember them. Like, literally two seconds after. So that's cool, man. That's cool that you and your wife share them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt, it's, it's Matt's so over awful. here just staring at <laughs> darkness. It's nice. I, <laughs> I fall asleep. What do you mean? I close my eyes and I wake up. Yeah, and I mean, and time goes by. <laughs> that sucks. I follow. I, so he has a really long blink. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that because, like, I can fall asleep so easily that I just kind of close my eyes and then I'm like, I wake up because my alarm went off. I'm like, oh fuck, it's all right. I guess it's time for the day to start. Is this yeah. what the army did to you? Apparently, <laughs> it's it is convenient. My wife. Every is, time you blink, you sleep. You don't need sleep. <laughs> Get back out there. 
It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. My wife gets jealous because she can't fall asleep really quick. And then, like, I'll say goodnight and I'll be out. Just turn over and I'm already asleep. Oh, I hope. That, I hope that's I so Emily. <laughs> I hope my wife's not listening to this because she says the same exact thing. Like, she, she hates it. You can pass out on a dime? Oh, bro. Damn. On a fucking dime. So, we have, we <laughs> gotta get into our personal lives here. We have this fight, like, almost every night. Because she likes to sleep with the TV on, and I just, I hate it. Because, like, even when you close your eyes, you can still kind of see the light. You know yeah. what I mean? You know yeah, what and you're still paying Yeah, exactly. You, you can still see the light. Because your eyelids are only so thick. And she always says, well, you can fall asleep in two seconds. I don't care. I'm like, I don't care. We shouldn't be wasting electricity. Turn the fucking TV <laughs> off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I, I just don't care. I can same sleep. thing. Same thing. My wife says the same exact thing that your wife says, Matt. Lance, what about you? Can you fall asleep? Uh, no, he's, it he's takes me a minute. Emily is on your guys' side. <laughs> she will fall asleep pretty instantly. Like, we'll be... She likes to go Oh, bro, to why are you here? We should have Emily here, then. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to fall asleep with one of her favorite shows on in the background because she doesn't want the fear of hearing something on the outside keep her from falling asleep. So... She drowns herself out with something natural. So we go to bed with the TV on and I'll be like playing my phone game, watching the TV and she'll be on my side. And all of a sudden, I within a matter of seconds, I'll look to her and like, there's no way she's sleeping. And there she is snoring away. Like, <laughs> damn, dude, that's quick. <laughs> she falls asleep pretty damn quick. I wish I had that ability. I mean, there's times I can get there, but there you gotta be like... Dead ass tired. I'm yeah. guessing. No, no, no. Being on now that I'm so used to a second shift schedule, I can't go to bed until like midnight at the oh, very earliest. Bro, I used to be a trooper. I used to be the one, the type of guy like I'd go out to bar close two thirty, go to bed. I gotta be at work at six o'clock. Wake up at five thirty. I'm good. Let's oh go. yeah, back when I was twenty one, that was it. me, bro. I can't even like if I'm past eleven o'clock, something's wrong. It's like <laughs> what the hell's going on with my life? <laughs> like. Daddy needs his eight hours of sleep. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that. I can still go on with a little bit less than eight hours, but I'm definitely not doing four like I used to. Yeah, that was. I I was getting four hours of sleep all of high school and probably until I was about 25 ish. I was living off of four hours of sleep every single day. I can't believe I. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe was that normal. was me. Yeah, it was normal. I always needed sleep. Now always. every night I'm getting like eight to nine hours of sleep. <laughs> Both me and Emily have like a second shift schedule. We, we don't have to wake up in the morning for shit. We're in bed by midnight. Boom, eight hours. Bro, I have a strong so belief that somebody cursed me <laughs> in my lifetime. Because like right now we're drinking and we're having a good time, whatever. Like if I start drinking and have a good time and I start getting a nice little tipsy good buzz, it doesn't matter how late I go to bed. I will wake up at six o'clock in the morning, no it's matter con- what. It's because you've conditioned yourself. No, no, no. It's not even no? not even because of my job. It's been it's been my whole life. Oh, if I got out with my boys, you know, you guys in the weekends, this and that, doesn't matter how late I go to bed, I will wake up at six, maybe six thirty in the morning. Doesn't matter how drunk I am, how fucked up I got the, the night before. I, I always wake up. Early. I, I understand that. I had that curse for a little bit, and then I went to third shift, and I fucked it all up. <laughs> So that went away real quick. The only thing I have is that if I get woken up after like three, four hours, I'm awake. Like I don't know why, but I'm... It's because you passed whoa. a REM cycle. Apparently. You get through one REM cycle, that's all your body needs for a moment. Oh, I hate that. I feel you on that, man. But yeah, you, yeah, you wake up in the middle of the night after a good REM cycle and you're like... I can get up and I can go do shit right now. But then you have to weigh out the odds. Like, I still need to stay up for like the next 18 hours. So 
if I get up now, that's going to be a bad idea. So then you go back to bed, you wake up, and you feel like twice as bad. Because you're more tired than you were three hours before that little nap. Oh, no. I I literally am awake for the rest of the day until like 10, 11 o'clock the next day. I don't know why. It makes absolutely no sense. I got enough sleep, apparently, whenever I drink. You just got to go. Let's get back to anime. I was going to say. All right. So uh, after learning about our personal life... Yeah, so the question was, who's your favorite character? Matt says Ray. <laughs> Matt, or uh, Ricky, what's your favorite character? Um, I like Ray until I found out he was a snitch. No, I'm just kidding. No, I did like Ray. I, mm-hmm. I like Ray a lot just because he was that um, ominous person. You know, he's a try to act badass. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of silent person. But I really like Norman. Okay. You like old man Norman? Yeah. I, he just, he plans for everything, man. Mm-hmm. What really got me... Like, the moment I remember is when he set a trap, when he was telling Ray that he set a trap for two people. But the he rope, the set rope a trap. trap? Yeah. That was my favorite trap He of actually all. set a trap for three, bro. I was like, because I watched it twice. Yeah. The first time I was like, oh, shit, okay, okay, you know. I'm listening, I'm paying attention. I'm like, okay, Don's a little bitch. He's, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> He's a snitch. But then the second time I watched it, I already knew what happened. I'm like, God damn, how, the, how did I miss this? Man? Yeah, dude, if you don't pay attention to this fucking anime, you're going to miss... These small details mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to, like, be on board step by step. And it's funny because, like like I said, I watched it twice. The second time I already knew what happened, so I kind of I kind of know where else to look. And the same situation happened with my wife. We have this, we watched this show called The Mentalist. And it's, it's almost like the same type of strategy, you know, planning ahead and, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about what's going to happen. And she ended up passing out during one of the episodes we were watching. And then we rewatched it the next night. And I already seen the ending. And so there's this one point where I'm looking and I'm like, I already know what happened. So I know what to look for. And she watched it for the first time and she already found out who the killer was. Like she, damn, just like that. Yeah. She so she noticed every single detail. And that's why I really like Norman because he notices stuff. He knows what to plan for. He knows what to look for. He just, he's just smart. Yeah. Dude, Obviously he's the smartest. There's a reason the why he's on the top three. Yep. Perfect scores, he man. Premium grade. Yep. Yeah. Lance, who's your favorite? Um, my favorite is also Ray. Okay. Um, I uh I'm not gonna dive too deep into this because we've already talked about Ray enough, but um I think his his cool emo ish uh more <laughs> may, maybe more specifically, he's got that punk look to him. And I really I've always loved the punk look. Yep. You just um, want to go back in time. <laughs> I do. I, I, I like the punk look. I mean high school uh, all over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I appreciate him a lot, but to throw just a little bit more of a variant, um, Emma, you know, she's, she's got that glass half full mentality. She wants everyone to, you know, carry on and live happily. And you gotta, you just gotta admire her enthusiasm. Absolutely. You know, she's definitely the main character of, I don't know about you guys, but she is like the main character of the series. To be completely honest with you, I saw the cover. I thought they were all boys. Really? That's not the first time I heard this. As soon as she started talking, I'm like, oh shit. It's because she has shortish kind of hair, so it throws yeah. some people off, you know. It reminded me of uh Meliodas from Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Anyway. I love that series. I didn't watch the final season. I haven't I haven't either. So Okay, so we're on the same page. Okay. But yeah, she, she, love that series. she did remind me of Meliodas. He does. Yeah, they, they've got some similarities. Hairstyle yep, kind of thing. Yep. But yeah, I, I thought there were dudes. Like, I thought there were boys. But, like, I'm not saying it takes away from anything, but I, I seriously just thought there were boys. There's no, like, girlish features unless you hear her talk. 
I mean, she I, is what eleven. So no, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I guess, damn, man. <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, like what? Almost like yeah, three years ago when Matt told me about this anime and told me to watch it, I didn't really pay too much attention to the cover. I, so let me just bring that up. I love how like you like, bring this is 2019, up 2019, right? When season one came out, um, anime yeah, wise, 19. I love how you said like three years. Like you said it a couple of times. Like Matt told me to watch this years ago, <laughs> but I haven't listened to him until now. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I no, listened. I, I did listen to him three years ago. When this anime was first launched, uh, Matt watched it before I did. He told him we were just talking anime, and he was telling me that he watched this, and he said that I should watch it. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. Dude, we gotta we gotta start off by saying that this is a beautiful anime. Yeah. Yes. I don't know about you guys, but this is like top two of my uh that I can characterize as the most beautiful anime. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean in that sense? Like uh animation. Like how colorful things are, how oh, like dude, this has such a I the one angle I was trying to get my fiance Emily to watch this with me is like if you like Disney movies, you're going to like this anime. Oh, I should also oh. I should also throw this out to the anime listeners. I I got my fiance to watch this with me, so I got a lot of fun, you know, side stuff watching her watch this and get <laughs> get all her emotional uh, statements throughout the entire series, which is a lot of fun for a second time. I hope you get to viewer. share that throughout the episode. Yeah, and I'll I mean I made notes on when Emily was being uh pointing out stuff and being like just emotional at some points and I'll I will i will I'll, I'll, I'll sprinkle it in. Yeah, but th- yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. Because it's great to hear she doesn't watch anime. She's Oh yeah. Yeah. Emily is not to say that she's anti uh anime, but she doesn't like the concept that most anime revolves around children. Mm-hmm. Totally understand. Don't blame her for that. Uh, I told, you know, my defense is like, you know, most anime is geared towards children. You got the superpowers and, you know, let their imagination go wild. It just so happens that the rest of the world also watches it, even if they're adults. And it's not, but there is definitely adult anime. They're just, it's just the childish animation also, high school seems to be the most popular age frame when yes. it comes to anime. And that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. So, I think she enjoyed it, but she also was like, I don't want to like be part of, I don't want to be judged. And that's something that I said, fuck it, like 20 years ago, so I never cared. Yeah, yeah, that's... I feel you on that one. It's so, <laughs> something I've been watching my whole life. So at this point, I'm like, ah, whatever. I, I don't yeah, care. Man. Like, I so, talk about it at work, and everybody's like, oh, you're one of those people. I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> dude, you're missing out. Yeah. Anima- dude, animation is the future. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but, but Emily was also a uh, middle school teacher. All of her students watch anime, boys yep. and girls. Yep. All of them. Dude, you anim- see, you see anime is growing. Disney getting into anime? Disney's getting an anime, yes, Bro, exactly. Yeah, Every, uh, Star Wars is getting an anime. They're getting an animated adaption. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's becoming socially a social norm to be a so, part. Exactly. But I mean, you can tell by the things that I bought when I was in my teenage years that I didn't care. No, so. exactly. Honestly, we're just the way I think of it is. It reminds me of my grandfather 
Because I remember going to California, working in the fields, and my grandpa, me and my grandpa would wake up in the morning. You know, he helped me make breakfast. Big breakfast, watch anime. I'm no, <laughs> but, his, but it's kind of, sort of. His, really? His, his sense of, well, back in the day, his anime, you know, quotation marks, was cartoons. Yeah, so I mean, we, same, same So concept. literally, me and my grandpa wake up in the morning, make breakfast, and we sit there and watch Like, he would put on cartoons. Sunday morning mm-hmm. not, not just because I wanted it, because yeah, it's something Sunday that he watched himself. It, anime is just better quality cartoons. cartoons. That's it, all it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that, every time I, like, think of, especially when people are judging, like, I, don't, I don't understand why people judge about this. Like, it's, it's, it's a do you cartoon. Think it, do you think it's a socially cool thing to do because... A couple other people you know says otherwise. Probably. Oh, That's probably what it is. Yeah, just fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you. I like what I like. <laughs> exactly. Point blank perk. It's not hurting you, man. Um, but anyway, so kind of, that was one of the questions I was going to ask is episode one. Where do you label episode one as far as like, all right, this, this definitely has me hooked because pretty much every time I've watched episode one, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember why I like this. Because episode one is intense. Like, it's super intense. I know my answer. Um, but because me and Matt have watched this multiple times, and this is Ricky's first time, so I like to hear Ricky's response first. All right, as long as you give me a summarized episode one. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out where it ends. Ooh, but the summary itself is probably going to be the Okay, answer. so just let me know where it ends. Because I remember the... I remember, honestly, to be honest... I took shitty notes. I remember everything in my head. Okay, I think episode one ends with After Emma and Norman coming back into no, the orphanage. Two. They come back into the orphanage. So they so episode one is them finding him out, and then um, I want to say it ends in the field with Emma crying. Okay. So they find everything out, and so I'll, I'll pretty much retell episode one. So episode one, they're in the orphanage, and then... Uh, I don't remember her name, but the little girl is getting shipped. Who is it? Connie. Connie, yeah. Connie's getting shipped out. Ray is like, hey, Connie forgot her stuffed animal. So Uh Norman and Emma go and attempt to give Connie her stuffed animal back. And that's when they find out about the monsters. And then some suspenseful stuff happens. And as they... You see him running away from the front gate, and Emma is crying because basically their whole world got turned upside down. Okay, yeah. So she she is crying in the field. Yep. I liked episode one. I I don't know. It didn't catch me there though. Okay. The what the moment it really caught me, and that's why I thought it, it was an episode one. I'm pretty sure it's episode two. The moment it caught me is when Norman was was telling Emma. Emma was freaking out in the morning, and Norman was all happy and smiling and this and that. And he goes up to her, like, right next to her ears, like, hey, smile. I get it. I understand. It's a fucked up world out there. But you need to realize that nobody here knows that we know. Right. Smile. That moment, like, then that's why I like Norman. From that moment on, I, I was hooked. Like, yeah, I, really just, wanna, I really want to find out. He's planning ahead. Yeah, I want to say that. So, episode, episode two took me. Okay. Episode two is what caught you? Mm-hmm. That's kind of surprising. That is really surprising is. because, dude, as soon as I saw that dead fucking Connie, I'm like, I'm all in. When I saw the because it goes from dead connie to the alien or the the monster as they call it and i'm just like demons yeah demons. The children are calling demons mm-hmm. yeah and from that moment i was like all right i want to see what's going on yeah dude that was probably i mean i know you got hooked on episode two but like personally this was probably my most favorite episode one out of any series in my entire really? life yeah dude okay. I'm, I'm not so it was such it. a because the beginning of the series was so happy-go-lucky. Uh, you you did okay. I, I'm it was mix real, all that in there. 
Yeah, it was so happy-go-lucky. Everything was so pretty and perfect, and then all of a sudden, everything flips ass-end upwards, and it gets ugly, it dead gets, children. It gets dark real quick. Oh, yeah, definitely. It just didn't put me. Like, okay, I expect... There's a reason we're watching this anime. So I knew it wasn't going to be happy-go-lucky the whole time. So I, I, I knew something was going to happen. It just didn't hook me yet. Like I said, what hooked me was the strategy. What hooked me was... Oh, a damn. fucking kid. Apparently, we're getting Ricky too comfortable with anime. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're giving him all the good stuff up front. We gotta, like, we gotta give him some more chill stuff. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't love it. I've, I've been loving everything we've been watching, man. Oh, uh, for sure. But now that you guys, you guys have me analyzing this shit like a, almost like a pro now. I'm, I'm looking for the good stuff. Um, it's kind of like so. I would say Demon Slayer. I like Demon Slayer better as far as episode one is concerned. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. But I, it was definitely it's up there, and then like. Just the shock factor. I would say Goblin Slayer was probably more of a oh fuck kind of thing. Oh god, dude! Yeah, it was Goblin Man. The, that that series was always intense. It, it's super intense. But this is definitely one of those where it's like that really good line between not being too gory and not being too fucked up to be. It, yeah, the they hook had that was fine really line. Good. They had that fine line between like almost mature versus like still for everyone yep yep i would agree but to a point that you can totally appreciate literally everything about everything i mean they did make some creative leaps i mean we had to accelerate how fast we i mean this is a 12 episode series so we had to accelerate um how fast the kids caught on to certain things like i mean let's be honest they they made some assumptions pretty quick but we also have to take into account that these fast assumptions are coming from the best of the best because uh, we were we were talking beforehand that this is Plant Three. These kids are the best of the best. Yeah, these are all top tier. Well, they're they're all high quality. High quality. These brains are top tier. So of course we have to ass- we should assume as watchers, even though that you might not want to think about it at first judging off of their age that these kids are smarter than normal yes so we have to keep that in mind and as long as you know that you should accept that they could come to terms with things really quickly yeah yeah i i'd agree because it's it's one of those things where if you really look into it like norman he's really that smart and then you've got you got three people that are just probably the smartest person in your school, kind of, kind of smart, and even that might be they're smarter right. at eleven years old. Eleven years, yeah, he's already topping out high schoolers. Yeah, that will, um, us top Americans <laughs> used to <laughs> top topping out college students, bro. Yeah, right. Come on. Well, it's it it's crazy because so you you really don't see it in the in the anime, but in the manga, you've got Norman. He's still taking tests after he find out that he's getting shipped out. That's another question. Okay, so that's one of the questions I had. Okay. Um, that I wanted to bring up eventually. So throughout this anime, we see plan after plan go into motion, and we see them carry out various things. Mm. Yep. But what we never see is them doing continuous testings, because from what we sh- we saw in like episode one and two or whatever, they get tested pretty frequently. They get tested every day. Yeah. It's daily. But we don't see that anymore after... Yeah, but that's a quick test. It's just like having a... Right. I mean, I know I know they're skipping it just to carry yeah. on, just to progress the story. Yep. But like, they, 
never once again bring up the fact that just like they're, they're studying or like I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, mean, I, I get a hundred percent what you're right. saying. Like to emphasize that their brains are the most nutritious. Right. Yeah. So what happens? I'll give you kind of a time lapse throughout the day. Is that in the mornings they do the, essentially they just do their tests, and then after their tests, the rest of the day is theirs. So they can do whatever they want for the rest of the day. So pretty much, whether in, that's studying or studying off. or bas- basically, they all go outside and. Uh, go play because they talk about how the best way to basically develop is lots of exercise and love and education right so you get the morning where you basically take your test and then after your test you get the rest of the day to go do whatever you want and you really don't see that too much in the manga the only time after that you see more of it is after norman finds out that he gets he's getting shipped out because that you're not gonna dive too deep in the mass manga mentions right now are you no 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 this is not really anything i was gonna bring up unless you guys brought something up is that so norman is basically like having a oh fuck moment while on top of taking this test and still getting a perfect score on the test while having basically a panic attack on what he can do in order to live and he still has to take this test and he still gets a hundred on his test like that just kind of proves how smart he is that he can compartmentalize that well and it's kind of it's kind of intense i I couldn't imagine yeah damn dude if you knew your life was on the line would you put any more effort towards learning but then again, yeah. they're they're trying to show mother that nothing has changed. Like they're they're trying to prove that they're not suspicious, that they're not the suspects. Well, I think it was just so much in his routine to be get a perfect score that he could not get a perfect score. Like because he was getting shipped out no matter what. So, so he's already a prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. Definitely not that smart. Not even close. Right. Um, before we get too much further, can I backtrack a little bit? Can we talk about like that opening credit scene? Okay. I f- okay. I know I've mentioned in like past episodes that I I give two shits about credit scenes because opening credit scenes because it gives up too much information yeah, to look course. forward to. But dude, this opening credit scene is but what was it the no 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 yeah exactly <laughs> this is by far my favorite opening credit song it's Why? just so fucking catchy fucking love it also it's short and sweet i don't know about you guys but if you didn't it was short if you didn't notice most animes opening credit scenes are a minute and a half this right. one was like what a solid 30 seconds so most most of them were about 80 80 seconds so. short and sweet Man. This this one's I like thirty. Guys were timing this. <laughs> well, it's because when you when you okay in my personal life, and I'm skipping through these opening scenes because I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. It's eight. Clicks. You can every time you press it. Yeah, exactly. It's a certain amount <laughs> because you skip fifteen seconds. And you're like one, two, three, four, five. You count it out, and then boom, you're into the next scene because you know that every anime is a minute and a half for an opening credit scene. Get your shit together. No one cares about the... Okay, fine. You might... Once in a blue moon, you might have an awesome opening credit scene. But take notes from The Promised Neverland. Make it 30 seconds. Short and sweet. No, 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 It's It's 30... Beautiful. It's like 35 <laughs> seconds. Something like that. Dude, I watched over half of these opening credit scenes 
just because I wanted to hear na 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 Dude, I'm about ready to download this song. I fucking love it. Just because it's... Speaking of, I I do have uh, Tokyo Ghouls opening twice because there's a, a heavy metal remake oh, yeah? to it. And it's super... It, like, whoever did it did an amazing job because it's oh, yeah. great. And then I have the actual opening. And then, so it's Tokyo Ghouls and uh, Yu Yu Hakusho's opening. Those are my two favorites. Oh, of course. Yu Yu Hakusho's always number one my favorite. <laughs> but I do skip it all the time. My favorite so far I listened to the first... Oh, shit, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, my favorite so far since we started doing this is I know it's one of them from that time I re- got reincarnated as a slime. But it changes every time. There, there's so many intros but I gotta find it. There's one intro that was on for like probably six, seven episodes, and that's my favorite intro as oh, of now. Damn, I'm so used to skipping intros. I don't even. I didn't even realize they. they oh, changed it changed it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of intro changings, why doesn't Dragon Ball Z changes intro changing? <laughs> Dude, I'm at. Okay, I know I usually do this kind of towards the end of our episodes. I'm at episode like 120. So you're Trun- almost done. Trunks just made his debut, right? Yep. Yep. We still have the same exact fucking intro. It it's, is so annoying. It's the same one throughout the series. What happened I'm, to Chala? Everyone's break everyone's going crazy over Chala. When does Chala come into play? Chala was in the beginning. Chala something something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. well Funimation's not giving it honestly. I want to talk shit about Funimation, but they need to update their shit. Okay, yeah. Funimation needs to update their platform, and they need to get with the times, man. Okay, Funimation's opening and closing songs for Dragon Ball Z, uh, like I said, currently I'm at episode 122. Yes, painstakingly, I've gone that far. And I'm still going to continue. I'm going to do the entire <laughs> thing. I'm gonna you haven't go- even gotten to Cell Saga yet. So. I mean, I'm just, yeah, we've, I've just entered Trunks. And it's still got the same piece of shit intro of like some... Uh, I, I've it, got it the blue. It is so cringy. Like the the voice acting of the the music. And, and the lyrics, the English lyrics that go <laughs> behind it is almost just as chilling. Like it's so fucking I weird. Know, I don't know. I think Chala is only for the OGs. Triple OGs. Uh, oh, I, know, I need Funimation to put Chala in. Like oh. spice this up. Uh, I mean, I could give you the Blu-rays. That's got it. Yeah, but my, my bedroom TV doesn't have a Blu-ray attached to it yet. It's a it's a Roku TV, so I got Funimation attached to it. So yeah, I got everything. I everything at the push of a button. I have a DVD player. I don't have a DVD. Actually, oddly enough, we do have a DVD player in the house. Hey, I don't like how you said that because you're you're making it sound like we shouldn't have a DVD player. Oh, you're making it sound like a v- VCR player. <laughs> you- no, I, I say that because I have a PS4 I have a, I, and I have an Xbox One. No, I'm not cool enough to have a PS5 yet because I'm not that... I'm not going to spend $800 on a PS5. Yeah, I'm not going to push it. Um, but we have, I have those access, like, dude, those play movies. I, I can put any of those systems everywhere. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a standalone. That's weird. Yeah, but we, I do have a standalone. That's weird. So that is, yeah, exactly. That's weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. As, as a gamer, I don't have a standalone either, but I'm just as saying. a, as a post gamer. Make me feel old. Yeah. Oh yeah, you old. I'm, I'm I, older than you. I, I will say we're 45 minutes in and we've talked to like five minutes about this. Fuck, <laughs> all right, let's get back to some <laughs> Promise Neverland. <laughs> The drinks have been flowing. 
Oh, they have yes. been flowing. It's been uh, but yeah, so just to kind of go back to our original topic, this this opening is definitely one that that hooked me. I will say that. So this was the third time I watched it. All the suspense was gone. So I watched it literally just to kind of be like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. Just and to be more detailed on what you know. Yeah, just yeah. just to just to refresh, like all the suspense, all that extra stuff. I was like. It wasn't there. No. Well, I understand what you're saying because uh, a couple months ago, I got my cousin Cody into the first half. Like, he was visiting me for a little bit. Yeah. And I know he was just being cool about everything. Like, let me show you this anime. If, like I said, like if, if you like Disney movies, you're going to like this movie. You're going <laughs> to like this anime. So, I, I showed him it. And he was staying with me for, like, a couple days. And I showed him a couple episodes a night. And we got through half the series. And I know he was just entertaining me to a degree. And he obviously did have somewhat of an interest, but yeah. Yeah, all, all yeah. that. <laughs> I don't remember what Matt said. <laughs> all, that, all that suspense was, this definitely isn't one of those shows where you can watch nu- numerous amount of times. And not that you don't enjoy it, but it's, you're just not getting the same enjoyment enjoyment out of it that you did the first or second time through. Yeah, because you expect stuff. No, you, you know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, the suspense is what builds this show, especially yep. for a new well, for a new viewer, period. Yeah, like yeah. you. Like yeah, you. like you. Yeah, 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 the first time through, it's like, oh, man, I want to watch this because I want to know what's going on. Like, I want to I want to know how they escape because it's like, because, I mean, you know, it's like they have to escape. They have to escape somehow. How do they do it? Or are they all going to die? And that's the end yeah. of it. Oh, man. Like, like I said, it did hook me. After the first episode, though... It was it was after it was episode two episode one like it was good don't get me wrong but it just didn't hook me yeah but um Man, I'm just after weird, she I'm just said weird, come like, on smile she'll notice something's wrong yeah I, that's what got you bro my dude he's fucking eleven years old yep yeah oh, that was tight. Yeah. but talking about escaping serious question go back to when you first watched this yeah first time ever what did you guys think was over that wall a forest i okay just to be honest when i watched this at the first time beyond the wall i thought it was just gonna be a forest of nothing yeah i agree i i didn't think there was gonna be this bottomless pit yeah dude that bottomless pit threw me through a fucking loop i'm like holy fuck mm-hmm. i i'm surprised I, it wasn't a fucking moat i suppose if it was a moat then they could swim across okay. it but actually yeah. no, this, this actually this is a better question once you found out about the you know the moat the waterless moat. Waterless it was a pit. Moat. Yeah, the pit. <laughs> and once you guys found out about that, what was your first idea of how to get past it? Dude, I was I was blanked. I didn't know. I was so I mean I, I, was, I was watching this in succession. I didn't even stop to think about what I would do. So Lance okay. would have gotten shipped out at six. So Lance would have, I would have got shipped <laughs> at six. Lance would have shipped his pants, sucked <laughs> on his thumb, and waited for mine to come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Matt, what was your first I, I have to figure something out. Like, what what are you doing? I, I would have gone to the bridge, but after thinking about it, that was obviously the worst choice it's you could have done. the best way to get caught, right? Yeah, but that would have been my first assumption is to go to the bridge, which is honestly what Norman thought at first. Then he's like, that's what they want us to do, which is essentially why they have the bridge. Yeah. I mean, if I were to think of anything aside of what I know from the anime, pole vaulting would have been the next <laughs> thing. Like, how the 
fuck would they have come up with anything long enough mm-hmm. for like this what fifty foot mole? Way, oh, way too long to jump. That's all I know. If they even knew it was fifty feet. Yep. What about you, Ricky? What did you think? The the second I saw that mole, bro, I don't. The first thing I thought of, I'm like a fucking paraglider. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how these fucking kids are gonna right, make you're it. Turn to flying squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. That's the first thing I thought of. Like. First thing came into mind, but then like a realistic thought came in, and I, I actually thought of what they were thinking, like some type of zipline. I don't know how they were gonna do it, but Just a zipline. Start writing letters to Spider Man. You only get one. You only get one. <laughs> <laughs> but all of them get that one. So there you go. Yeah. No. Um, past that wall, though, when, when I first saw that wall, I don't know for some. Like I know they showed a glimpse of them looking at like how long the wall was or how thick the wall was. Plus, they you also saw the forest. But for some reason, in my head, I just saw like a sea of demons, a, a white sea of demons, just like covering the wall. Why does he have to be white, man? Because the demons were white. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> so and you know what. <laughs> I when when I first saw the wall and then the forest, I am I initially thought that it was going to be like another wall, but there were actually people like the demons were actually patrolling it at that point. On like, the outside, in the forest, itself? yeah, in the forest. I thought they were going to be demons. In I, the I would think that it. would be a very smart thing for you know. So two two walls, essentially, yes. So well, who, like, who paid for the first a legit wall? wall? The Mexicans? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trump, Trump made them pay for that wall. <laughs> God damn it. And then after they jumped... <laughs> okay. We're not, getting, we're not going there. So after the, 51 minutes, by the way. It's all right. It's all right. Okay, so after the kids would jump on the fence and get into the forest, then you suspected I that there would be... Another... Basically, I thought it a was A guard like a, of demons. I thought it was a fake forest so that they could basically allow to patrol the forest without them knowing that they were patrolling the right. forest. And I can totally understand that. Because yeah. why not? We as season one people have zero idea on how intricate these demons are. Yep. So why not? Maybe they have some piece of shit demons that just feed off of pinkies. <laughs> You know, no, no fingers. No, can't, can't take anything. Not even the fingers. Well, Connie's fingers are too good to be taken. Nothing off of Plan Three can be taken. That's true. That's true. Um, but so of all the ways to escape, what did you think the best one was going to be? Ways to escape? Yeah, like, like your own way. Like well, all no. So all when they were going through all their theories, like did you agree with Ray where they couldn't take? Oh, going going back to whether you should escape with, with everybody versus. With Partials? just the five of them, the three of them, like what? What did you like when you first thought when he when Ray brought it up? What did you guys think? Ricky start. Right, yeah, Ricky. What do you think? Oh, bro, I escaped already. Yeah, I'm leaving <laughs> you guys behind. So you went by yourself. Got it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he's talking to us now because he's lived that life before. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. dude. Go then, rescue your brothers and sisters. They're my cousins, bro. <laughs> Go rescue your cousins. <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness, I don't know. Like, I was torn. Like, yes, you want to take everybody because, because, like, what they said, you guys have been here since you were babies. You guys are literally a family. Yep. I don't give a fuck if you're not blood or not. You're a family. I was torn, man. Like, I, I don't know. I want to take everybody, but then again, I know the realistically, I, I can't bring the small, small kids. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. And I really liked how they explained it and how they knew to like sort out the people that they were bringing right. because the, they can't ship the other kids out they have two years at least at the minimum at the yep. minimum two years yep. 
Yeah. So I liked I, I, I liked how they explained that and how they coordinated that. I did like that as well. Lance, what did you think? Um, let's revise the question. Okay. To repeat the question or revise? <laughs> yeah, revise the question. Say the question again. Repeat so the repeat question. the question. What what plan did you think was the best? Like which theory or escape plan did you think was the best? In terms, okay, of um, successibility. I'll, Oh, if you're going to go on that term, then obviously leaving the kids behind. That was, okay, so the question's basically leave the kids behind versus take all the kids. Well, so it's either Ray, Norman, Emma leave, um, Don, and... I suppose that was Ray's initial plan. Ray's initial plan was take just the three. Yep, just the three. And then Don and Amelia, not Amelia, um, trying to blank on her name. Emma? Uh, Gilda. Glasses. Gilda. Yeah, take, uh, Don and Gilda with, or, um, with Emma's initial plan, which was bring everybody. Everybody. Literally everybody. Yes. Babies and all. Yep. Um, did you, well, so I can ask it this way. Did you think her plan was feasible? No. So what'd you, um, from what'd the you very, think? From the very beginning, I was always on Ray's side. Okay. Um, we're talking about children here. Yeah. Um, as we learn throughout the series, they get seasons. They get snow. Yep. So we can, we can see that even if they, they were to escape, everybody, every single ch- children, what, 38 of them? Uh, 37. 37 of them? Yep. Even if every single one of them were to escape, how are they going to keep everybody alive? There's going to be a winter. Winter's coming. <laughs> Kids are gonna fucking die, dude. Yeah. Honestly, they did the. I agree with what the anime did. Leave the lower half, not even the lower half, like the lower four and younger. The, yeah, the ones that can't be taken yet. Yep. Leave those behind so that they can mature enough. Because Phil is obviously a fucking super genius as a four year old. Yeah. Fuck that. That's so weird. Didn't accept that. <laughs> Phil is just that adorable child that you just smile at. You don't. Ex- he should not have any smartness to him. Anyway, I was on Ray's side. Have all of the mature people escape. So with a five. Then, oh, maybe maybe more than the five. I was I was cool with expanding it. Okay. Um, and then do what they were doing and make a plan to come back and rescue everybody else. So that's that's. Just, far as i can go with that one all right how'd you feel matt um i thought the best plan would be for the five of them to go but i completely understood what emma was getting at just because i mean she's the optimist of the group so she wants she wants to bring everybody and then when it came to just the essentially the ones that were old enough to ship out that one made the most sense once it got to that point because obviously emma does not want anybody to die and their explanation of, hey, you guys aren't going to get shipped out for at least a year and a half. So you're safe. You're, you're good to go. Everybody else needs to go now because if we leave, you guys will probably die. Mm-hmm. So that Just I, because of natural circumstances. Yep. So that, that was how I felt about that. Which, side note, I mean, I'm going to get a little bit weird at this point, but like, <laughs> you if, <laughs> if they had brought every single... Every single person, every child, baby on that zipline, I would have low-key totally wanted to see a couple children fall into that fucking ditch. (laughs) (laughs) Just as some kind of like, 
dude, shit's real. You gotta sacrifice a couple. Some people make it, some people don't. I mean, this. What do you mean, shit's real? We already saw a dead kid in the first episode. Yeah, I know, dude, shit's real. <laughs> Sometimes you're gonna lose a kid in a fucking ditch. Um, I, I mean, I could see that happening just that because. That baby weighs tw- 10, 20 pounds, dude. No baby weighs 20 pounds. That's a bad, that's okay. a bad day. It's a fat ass. It's a bad day. That's a really bad, that's a really fat baby. Okay, it's an infant. An infant. An, that's a really fat infant at 20 that pounds. That infant can't make word. He doesn't want to talk yet. That infant's getting shipped out at six is what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> the, this is, that, that is a nice way to say that kid don't. And at least yep. comparatively. Yeah. They're not. They're, you have to think about it. They're all cattle. This is essentially spoiled meat at that point. Yeah. The, Once their brain starts going dumb, yeah, that's when it starts going. You are fully developed. They're saying that you're fully developed at, f- at six and you are no longer good. So we're going to get rid of you. So that's that's all that means. And yeah, this. Can, can I up? jump into getting rid of, uh, speaking on, or jumping off of the get, getting rid of. Um, I put down in my notes that every two months they tend to ship someone out. Give or take, yeah. That was that was the pattern right? that they talked about. So I don't think that this writer slash animator did their math right. Okay. But if they ship someone out every two months, there needs to be a high influx of new babies coming into this place all the goddamn time. So they come in groups of five. They talk about it in the manga. So they, they come do. in groups of five. But we're in a group of 38. Yeah. So every two months. Yeah. So it's about right. That'd be okay. Because basically you've, if you, you're going to. I don't gonna, know if that adds up or not. That'd be six, six a year. But it's not exactly every two months. It might be two months here, oh, three sure. months here. I'm sure. Yeah. Because I mean, we, we find out at the end. Whoa. I mean, I guess they kind of contracts are what I was about to get at, but like <laughs> they were bumping up. Uh, us viewers thought was Ray's date, which turned out to be Norman's date. So, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of get into the manga. Originally, you find out that in the manga, they were all three of them were getting shipped out at the same time. They were all Holy getting- fuck. Yeah. How was. What? All three? So, I mean, yeah. I, I can see we're at one point in time, if shit was getting way too real. Yeah. Get rid of the problems, send them all out. So they, because they're considered prime, like the top of the top of the top, they were... Not just the top. Like the three abs- times more. Absolute. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you So you find out that there's this event going on for... You actually don't know the name of it, but the essentially what I'm deeming as the leader of the demons and... They're all going to get sacrificed to him or her. The one? The one. Yeah. The So there's a ceremony that's going on and they're all going to be essentially sacrificial lambs to this person because they're going to be the highest quality meat and group three or plantation three or whatever you want to call it. Three is the only orphanage that's produced worthwhile children. Right. 
And, you know, uh, just to expand a little bit on top of that, I'm kind of glad that this is Orphanage 3 and not, like, Orphanage 1. Like, yeah. Obviously, Orphanage 1 is the best of the best. But, like, we know that this is an octagon of settlements. Yeah. And I'm glad that it was such a random-ass number. As long as it's not 1 and as long as it's... Yeah. If, if I heard 8, I'd well, be, be like... It's still 5. I would think 8... You automatically think eight's like the last place, but like like octogram. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Like going, going back to slime. I mean, no, I get what you're saying though. I'm glad it is three. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm, it's I'm not gl- one. I'm glad it's not one, so I can accept that it could be any other. Yeah. Know, well, it's uh, not like um, I don't know if you guys have watched uh, Assassination Classroom. Yes, fucking love that anime. Yes, that was also another good one. But the but Assassination Classroom, the last basically the bottom tier classroom was where these people went to. So that's where they're they're all based out of. But anyway, just to kind of go back to what I was saying, you find out that all three of them were actually going to get basically purchased. Or shipped off to this individual as a sacrifice to him or her, whatever it is. Ooh, okay, sorry, since we're talking about brains. Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about the most intellectual, perfect person is going to have the best brain. Yep, according to this anyway. Right? Wouldn't the mothers have more perfect brains? Um, Isn't there a certain, like... Or even the sisters, because because they expand more and and further. Isn't it like... I don't know the science behind it, but isn't there like a time frame or like an age where your your brain is like fully, I don't know, fully developed? Like, I, I mean, they so, they could have they could have bullshitted their way that like maybe there's a peak limit that like yeah, we, it we tastes, need to add a drop. Like it tastes best at twelve. Years. Science. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they do. Like, go- if, you, if you're talking about smartness in general, these mothers just keep going up and up. They they do talk about. They talk about the process in the anime and how to become a mother, correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and they show it, too. So, I mean, you have to be recommended. Yes, they will be high quality because the mother for Emma recommends Emma to become the next... Isabella. Isabella. Yeah, Isabella tells her that she will recommend her to be the next mm-hmm. mother. Yep. And then you find out that um, Sister... Krona was essentially the same concept. Right. I'm actually watching, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm actually watching that episode right now. And one of the best things that I think, you know, you know me, backstories. Yep. When they kill Sister Krona, they show her her backstory. They show how she became a mother. Right, right. That. Yep. And it, and it's, I like that, the fact that they, up till then, you have no idea how they become mothers. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I, I really enjoy that. And so it's just one of those things where, they do talk, they kind of talk about it where it basically it's, you guys know when it comes to, I'm trying to think of like, um, it's lamb. Um, it's a specific type of lamb where basically it's like the best lamb you can get. And some people don't like it because the lamb, you guys know what I'm talking about? Like it's a mm. super, super high end lamb. Like it's baby veal? veal. Yeah. But it's like the high end veal. Yeah. Where instances, can be where essentially that lamb doesn't move for its essentially life. It's not very long, but it's life because the the younger that they kill it, the better the the meat's gonna be. Oh shit! I didn't know I was that. Crazy. Um. Well, it's so veal is lamb, and mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm drawing a blank. It, it's just one of those it things. Makes me hungry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I can go yeah, for we, a sandwich or something. For real? <laughs> Hell yeah! We need to get some snack. Beer break. Beer break. 
And now we're back from our beer break. So they talk about how the 12, basically 12 is your absolute prime when it comes to being the most delicious, according to them. And, and that's really all they talk about. Which is weird. Yeah, I don't know how they, apparently they've been killing, killing a bunch of adults for a long time to know 12. Shitty ass rims. You know why? Fucking bills, bro. <laughs> you don't want to be stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you start seeing that electric bill, like, fuck my life. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Like, this might be the adult. This is definitely the adult talking. My bill went from, like, an average of, like, 170. Okay. And then my... Audi- kid- wait, wait, wait. Audience, this is 2022 February. This is when the electric bill situation has gone up at least $50 on average. Oh, bro, I was pissed. So, Carry on, Ricky. <laughs> on average, my fucking bill. I'm a house full of... Well, I'm a house... Me, my wife, and my three kids. House full of electric-filled fucking <laughs> children. So, electric rats, motherfuckers. <laughs> 170 average. Now it goes up to like 210. Dude, for real. Because like, these dudes want to live during winter. Like They want to be warm. This no. This inflation shit's like, going crazy. Fuck 20 goddamn sweaters on. Fuck them kids. Yeah. What do you mean? You want to put the heater on? Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day. I walked 14 miles to school. I'll go both ways. You want to put the goddamn heater on. All right, kids. Next year, temperatures set at 60 degrees. You're going to be walking in this house in fucking snowmobile, no. snowmobile pants. Walking? They'll be skating on them motherfuckers. <laughs> the house will be full of ice. <laughs> Uh, anyways, where were we at? Uh, we got sidetracked again. <laughs> too many beers, too many scotch. Yeah, the fucking economy is going down. And we got, hey, listeners, we got toppers on the way. Shout out to toppers, by the way. Oh, yeah, toppers. I don't know about anybody else in the entire world, but they got <laughs> the greasiest, cheesiest, most perfect drunk food pizza. And they're open till 3.30 in the morning. I, I've yeah. never had toppers. Well, Matt's going to learn. <laughs> so me why... and Lance are judging Matt right now. <laughs> yeah, this, he's going to learn why Topper's Pizza is the... Uh, is the pizza? Of uh, the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I couldn't remember the rest of the lyrics from SpongeBob, but... But you knew where I was going. Yeah, I know. That's all that matters. I will say I've spent, like, over half my life outside Wisconsin. But yeah, dude, if if you're... If you're partying in the Midwest and it's late at night and your tongue is dry as fuck from all the alcohol you've taken in, take in some greasy ass pizza from Topper's Pizza. Topper, this is a free shout out, man. I feel like this Appreciate is an ad or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll reach out to you and we'll ask that you, you know, give us a little bit of monies to promote you. Anyway. So just kind of going back into our show it's oh, wait. is that what we're doing yeah, oh, yeah we're going weird oh, yeah. Wait, oh. wait i know um so did you go for it what what did you think of uh sister crone's kind of backtracking into trying to become a mom after she knew everything was basically she was set up for failure okay i feel like you went kind of specific <laughs> on, real. on Corona. By the way, let me just throw this out there. We have all watched this in the English form. Yep. It's Corona. So, yes, we know this is Corona. Uh, I've listened to other people call it Crone because yes. they read it. Yes. K R O N E. Okay. But in the dub version, they do say Corona. Yes. Okay. So, establish at this moment, and that's 
established. We're all English speakers at this. So, Krona. Second Krona. language. English. Krona. Krona. Yeah. Side note. <laughs> Side note. Okay, so like I told you guys, I was watching this with Emily. So, I don't want to bother her with the subtitles. Because even if I'm watching this in English, I always watch this with subtitles. Yeah. So, this is the first time I didn't do legit... Subtitles? Letter by letter... Note taking. Oh, okay. Note taking. Okay. Yeah. So, so when I spelled Corona, I I spelt it with a C H R. Okay. And now that I'm looking it up, it's with a K. <laughs> so surprisingly love, uh, in love. <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> enough, enough. I I did spell it with a K. You spelled it with a K. But then again, English is my second language. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, you don't. Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> but no alright so in all reality in all seriousness I do have a question for you guys yeah, go for it a serious question Norman okay you know that's my boy that's my guy what do you think really happened to him cause you know you know he didn't get eaten whoa 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 how do you go from Krona you didn't even to, answer my question oh shit let's talk about the last episode <laughs> no, okay, how so, did how did okay, this motherfucker so let me answer your question you just said how do I go from Corona to Norman? I'm literally watching the episode right now. <laughs> All right. So my my question. Okay. Go, yeah. Well, let's just remind our is, viewers that. This is what happens when you as, drink too early. Yeah. As, as we talk about our episode, Ricky plays a random ass episode in the background. And that's. Okay. So well, that's he's. What that's what happens. Short, he's short term memory. All right. Matt, so, what is your original question? So my question is, what do you think of Corona's. Basically, change of heart. No, well, you changed the question because I, I did, said. but that's essentially Ooh, what I was asking. Yeah. Okay. So he jumped a little bit ahead. Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm actually glad. I'm really glad you you asked that question because I thought I thought it was kind of cool. Like she knew she was done for, and she wants the kids to succeed in their plan. Yep. My little question that I had that's in part of that is you guys obviously we all seen this you guys obviously know she left a note yep but she left it in norman's desk yep why because she left before norman did but she was ransacking ray's desk uh she was ransacking them all but she knew she knew norman was the smartest of the smart i'm just this is this is why i'm asking this question why do you think no don't don't worry i'm 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 on the same page as you like dude i'm just as confused with you so let me just let me bullshit this with go for it. Let me bullshit this with you. Spitball, I, mean, I, don't man. I don't know. Like honestly, <laughs> like why, why? Why Norman? The only yeah, like the only explanation I have is yeah, dude, he was the smartest, of the smartest, the smartest person. Yep. Which is going to lead me to something that I want to talk about a little bit later. Okay. Bring it up now because you'll probably forget later. No, I, I will remember later because <laughs> this is very important. Especially right. after a good slice of pizza. Well, he'll remember. He'll Ooh. remember. Yeah, once that top part gets here. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Matt, why do you, honestly, why do you think she left it in Norman's? Like, I know he's the smartest, smartest, but. Out of those three, what? I think because he would be able to come up with the best plan with said information. So she she knows she's defeated. She like you you got you got to imagine she knows she's gonna die. She yep. didn't though. She, mm, she kind of you wait, you wait. have that implication. No no let's re- let's rewind. Sister left the note for Norman because she thought she won right, and then let's fast forward a couple hours. To when she confronts grandma. And then she finds out that grandma says, 
fuck you. Isabella has everything under control. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you think. Everything is going to work out. So she goes in knowing it's a trap. And basically a last ditch effort is her giving out said information in the note that she finds as a way for her to she knows it's not going to work but it's one of those things where hey i'm going to try this and see if it works in order for me to survive she knew she was going to die she knew it was a trap okay so it's like that's why she left the backup plan okay so it's like a plan a plan b kind of thing Mm -hmm. yes okay so plan a she succeeds plan b norman and the fucking children no that you have it backwards plan a is i'm gonna make sure the kids survive oh she thought she assumed she she was gonna fail uh she knew it was a trap because once she just randomly goes and is like oh you're gonna be a mother at this location she knew it was a trap and that's not the way i took it yeah it's um what so once i watched it a few times because i've watched it three times through and then once i read it as well it's like oh okay yeah she knew she wasn't making it out alive and she was using that information that she has as kind of a last ditch effort and that last ditch effort was oh fuck well that was absolutely for nothing kind of thing and she she basically knew it was going to be for nothing but she still had to try yeah she knew she was dead And and like I said, let me add this again. Them kind of reflecting or like kind of envisioning her her life passing through her eyes, the flashing through her eyes. Yep. That was beautiful to me. Yeah. Like just just to know what she went through to become the mom. Yep. Or to try to become a mom. You know, the program that she went through. The backstory and just and it, it was her life. It you know, people say my life flashed over my eyes before I died or that near death experience. Yep. That's exactly what they did in this anime, in that episode. That was awesome. Like they do that with Krona. They do that with Isabella. Isabella? Isabella? Isabella. Isabella. Yep. But not, I'm not saying she dies. Well, we're in season one. She doesn't die in season one. I don't know what happened in season two. But they, they do show a flashback of her life, of how she became the mom. Yeah. Right. So, Ricky, I know you had a question. What was your question? Um, so I know we, you know, going past Krona, serious question about Norman. Okay. You know, we've we seen that he gets adopted, quotation marks. Yep. But at the last scene, he gets pulled to another room. I'm, I'm like 99% sure he's not dead. Okay. 99. Okay. You know what? That makes me so happy as you, as the newbie to watch this versus me and Matt watching this multiple times that you said that. Also, just so our, our viewers know, all three of us have no idea what's going on in season two. We have not, no, neither nothing. of us, nothing, none of us have no idea what's going on in season two, but we all have the same suspicion that you're about to bring up. He's not that. I don't know what he's going to become because I don't know, man. There's no way, there's no way that you can build like, a, I gotta find out how to work this because I don't want to sound sexist at all. <laughs> But it's not just women that are alive. It's not just the moms or the grandmas. You know what I mean? It's so not. It's not the women that are doing. No, 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 every, no, no, no. I'm not saying the women are no, doing it. But but all, all, all you all, see as an adult person is women, the moms, the grandmas. I I might have seen a couple glimpses of a man, but I don't know who they are. Like, what are they? Like, what? 
You know what I mean? Like, what's their role? I will say one thing: you you'll never notice it until you until something gets said to you. The person on the other end of the radio is a man. You can hear it. So the person that talks about how people have escaped. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. What's their role? Yeah, like we we know the we know the role of some women. I'm not saying all women is the grandma and the mom. Okay, you? Ricky, I want you to continue on your thought process because I have something I want to bring up. Go. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, so we know some of the women's roles. Like, is a mom and the grandma. Yep. Like I said before, I might have I, I can't remember fully. I took shitty notes, by the way. But I might have seen a couple glimpses of an adult male. But what's their role? So you you haven't seen any adult men at this point. No, it's all all been either the sister, moms, or the grandma. That's the only adults you've seen so far. It's, it's all been female high end roles or food. Yep. Mm. Now we can expect what to expect out of the male roles. Okay. See so now you got to make a baby somehow, right? Exactly. That's what I'm going to get. Yeah. Is that remember, viewers? We have no idea what season two has about. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty obvious. What if Norman is going to be... A fertilizer? The fertilizer. Yeah. The, <laughs> the male role. Yeah. What if... Okay. Here's what... Oh. Okay. Yeah. Here's the deal. I just clicked. There is a concept, and it's very fucked up, and it's where you match the best of the best with... The best of the best, and you make them breed, and then you make them breed, and then you just keep going on that road. And then that concept is called eugenics. Am I the only one to think this? I can't say I didn't think that deep into it, but it does make sense. That, I mean, how else would you have human kids if you didn't have a male and a female? Says the fucking German, you fucking Nazi. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding, Matt. Man, um, you're drunk. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, I, I only said this because uh, this wasn't a complete setup. I'm going to be honest. It was a setup. Um, Eugenics was a Nazi thing. Oh, okay. I didn't know that in the slightest, no, but okay. It was <laughs> Eugenics was blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, okay. It was the best of the... You, you breed the best of the best with the best of the best, and then you get the best of the best. I basically thought of Darwinism, but you know. No, same thing. I mean, this this can branch out to many different things. Um, I've been listening to so many other podcasts. I'm not even going to get into the middle of it because we're not going to get, you know. Anyway, keep going. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. We need, we need to add a sound drop for like when somebody's cut off. <laughs> Um, like I had a good motion. No, no, you're and then, and then Matt's like, <laughs> cut your ass it. down. Yeah, <laughs> but I I my, do get what you're saying. Drunk ass mind need to be like fucking restart. Like oh fuck, I, let's <laughs> rewind. Can't I can't rewind. I do get what you're saying. It's the you got to have the absolute best of the best because in order to get what they're looking for, you need to have. I mean, top end. It's the same thing when you're getting cattle. It's, it's yeah, and and that's that's my angle. Okay, he's Again, a. Such, I, I, de- we, I definitely, we have, we have I definitely no thought about. Does. I definitely thought about the ferulation. Like, yeah. I definitely thought he's obviously one of the best minds. Norman is obviously top tier, smart as shit. So if he is smart as shit, what if? He passed on his smartness 
to an off breed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they turn him into the um the sperm sperm donor of sorts. Right. Yeah. I can get that because you in yeah. order to get the best you you need the best kind of thing. Right. And that's why eugenics is fucked up, but so we're on the same page. Yeah. We're we're all on the same page that he's not dead, right? Oh it's good as something. No. Yes. Yes. Matt. There's no way in hell he's dead. I uh, I would agree. Okay. I I will tell you the anime or the manga does not tell you anything. Awesome. I love that because I love when we're on the same fucking page. I yeah. sometimes <laughs> I fucking hate when you know more than us. <laughs> But that's what you get with reading manga. You know, manga's different. Sometimes you get some added details Sometimes that are really don't. important. Sometimes you get a whole completely different story. Yeah. I, honestly, I like I like when a movie or a show or whatever follows the original concept, which is usually a book. Yep. So, I like. But we're on the same page that Norman is still alive. Norman's still alive and they're going to use him for something. So, let you know, let's just have fun with it. You know, now, now, now we're at this page, right? We're the same page. How do you think you like be creative or whatever? How do you how do you think they're gonna interact again? Like when they first see each other, where where is Norma gonna be after the escape? You mean Norma yeah. Emma Ray? Kind yeah, of, kind yeah. Of interaction? Like, okay. If they ever meet up again, is Norma gonna be like brainwashed? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think is gonna happen? How do you think they're ever going to meet up again? I have a good idea. I want Matt. I want Matt to start this. Oh man, I haven't even thought about it. You I haven't even thought about it. No, no. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, half of what I have to think about, uh, or let's just remember that we haven't yet to see what season two is. Yeah. Yep. But the. Th- thumbnail for season two is emma sitting side by side with like what one of the fucking demons so we know that there is some kind of interaction and there's just gonna be some i don't know diplomatic it's gonna get diplomatic as crazy but i do assume that norman's gonna be alive but my assumption is that he's gonna be the main seed for all the females okay damn norman's gonna be the main seed right yeah yeah how long okay so let me ask you this how long of a time frame do you think it's gonna pass between between them seeing each other two years uh, is that is that kind wait, of what you were thinking so, no, Matt, that's Matt's not what I'm thinking. But I'm, I'm just you're, gonna guess. You're gonna say they, and you're gonna say between Norman and Ray Emma? and Ray and Emma, yeah. Ray, 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 Norman and Emma. How, how okay. long do you think it's gonna take for them to meet up? Yeah, like, to see each other. Okay, so I think Matt's on the right mind frame because we we learned at the end of season one that there's gonna be a two year deal between. The four-year-olds that I get left behind and the six-year-olds were the... So okay. there's a there's a two-year limit. Okay. I really do hope that make, made sense because otherwise I'm just calling these kids whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, yeah, two years. I'm, I'm totally on board with two years. So you're saying Norma's going to be the main seed yes. for these women? Yeah. Norman- All I'm saying... So that's why I want to ask you. All I'm saying is, Norman gets taken at 12. Yep. Yeah. And you're saying two years. That makes him 14. You think he's in a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for our viewers, yeah, he's pumping. He's, <laughs> he's pumping. <laughs> so. I guess this dude's... If if we are going to go on the quote-unquote eugenics route, and that's what this is. That's exactly what this is. You don't know that. No. You're, you're making the assumption. So, I... I think what they're going to do is, I don't know if you guys have seen Hunger Games, but basically 
they're going to manipulate and brainwash him into believing that everything that they're doing is correct in order to get Emma and Ray and all of them to basically switch sides. And I think I think that's what's going to happen. Matt, I think we just earned our first high five. This is the second, second on air, but first today. First today. Yes. Because I think the same as that thing you are. Yep. Like, yes, he's smart. I, I know he's not dead. Like, I, obviously, I want to believe he's not dead. Yeah. But I, come on, 99% sure he's not fucking dead. Um, He's going to be, he's going to be, obviously, he's important to them. Yeah. There's no way you kill the most important person in your in your program. Yep. I mean, it would have been fucking amazing if you did. It'd be it'd be a different story. Yes. But it it'll be interesting to see. So just like, to I, kinda... I totally understand if they totally did. Like I don't I wouldn't blame them if they legitly killed him. So my But But we can't we can't assume that he did. Um, just to kind of go. So now we're, we kind of talked about season two. What do you guys, what do you guys think is going to happen in season okay, two? I suppose I dipped into that one. Yes, you did. What's going to happen in season two? Yep. If you want to go by just the icon thumbnail for season two. Honestly, I don't, f- I don't even want to spoil myself with anything. So I haven't, I haven't looked forward to season two. Like I, well, I'm looking forward to season two, but I haven't looked at anything past season one. You, you don't even know the thumbnail for nothing. Season? Okay. Nothing. Like, I Nothing. mean, good because um, I'm already half spoiled as it is. Like, I'm yeah, already, I'm because already, I don't because I, I don't want to. I'm already like, just, just about like you it. were saying in our past episodes, Lance. You don't watch the fucking intros because they spoil shit. Exactly, yep. fuck intros. Yeah, so that's why I'm not. Lo- I'm not looking into season two. I'm I'm waiting like I'm waiting to have the time to like watch it and enjoy it because that honestly I did like I said before I took shitty ass notes. Yep. I was watching it. I was enjoying it. I was I was enjoying the story. So I want to do the same thing with season two because I feel like I got a I just got a good experience with the story. Yep. So season two, I don't I don't know what I'm expecting. The season one ended with them running. They they woke up with their first morning. Yep. In the new world. Yep. Bro, awesome. I fucking love it because you can take it anywhere from there. I don't I don't, I don't know what to expect. I I don't I don't know what to expect monsters coming after them. I don't know. I I don't know. Like I'm so excited to know what's gonna happen, and I'm so excited to know that too because Emma has a plan to go back. To save those kids. It's not just one and done. We're out of here. Let's live our life. Yep. So for so I know for a fact we're gonna we're gonna see mom again. We're gonna see that house again. Yeah. I'm expecting that. I'm expect almost kinda expecting them to kind of flash forward. I'm not saying I wanted to because I really don't like time skips like that, but I'm always I'm almost expecting them to flash forward for them to save those other kids. Okay. But that's my dumbass opinion. All right. Matt? Or actually, no. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen in season two? I'm going to expect... I mean, dude, that thumbnail for season two gives away so much, and I'm very dissatisfied by it because... So, 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 so explain the thumbnail. The thumbnail for season two... Yeah. Is Emma s- sitting at like a table side by side by another like childish demon? So now it's gonna get political. That's the that's all I can get. So you think it's gonna something 
political is going to happen. Yeah. You think it's going to be some sort of peace treaty between them kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, to a degree. I mean, we're talking about fucking children here. I mean, they don't know anything about anything. So but... you really think children can, that those type of children can come up with? Oh my God. I could not think that our children can outsmart all these demons. But of course... I'm going to tell, tell you right now, my children can't. <laughs> <laughs> but... But I mean, of course, we're gonna see how they can, and I and then I guess we're gonna see what happens. Right. I mean, so I let mean, me drop my kids off at your house for the weekend, and you tell me. Um, you gonna drop my kids? You're gonna drop your kids at my house? Yeah. Go hang out. Go hang out with Uncle Lance for the weekend. I'll be back. <laughs> they're gonna learn how to make a bloody Mary. That's for sure. Uh, I highly doubt it, Lance. So w- one thing I will say, as far as season two is Fucking concerned, test. They're gonna. If they fail that test... He's going to disown him. He's no longer going to be Uncle Lance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, what are you saying about season two? So one thing I will say as far as season two is concerned is I think if you guys notice how as far as the timeline of season one goes, it was a lot of them trying to escape. So I feel like season two is going to consist of a lot of them fleeing and attempting to get shelter. Like get something permanent. Not just them fleeing, but them trying to be secure and safe in one set location. And then trying to figure out a way in order to become normal residents, if that makes sense. I don't know, self-sufficient? Yeah, kind of. I'm not You know what, Matt? I got another question just for you because you brought that point up. I like that. I really like that theory. Okay. Do you think it's going to be happy-go-lucky? And you know what I mean by that. Yes. Nobody no. I, I feel like they will lose at least one individual. Now, will it because will it be because of, like, famine or starvation or something? I don't, well, I don't know. Well, okay. Wait, wait. We've seen a series of seasons go by so we i mean if we we wanted to dive deep into like legit stuff we saw winter go by when when did they legitly cross and when can they start suffering some some winter activity we're talking about I, I, I we're think, talking about children I, I understand that but i honestly think that they're just kind of blowing the seasons away um, I don't think they're gonna make a season. So it's January, by the way. Norm or uh, J or um, Ray's birthday is in January. I thought Ray's birthday was December fifteenth. No, it's January. I wrote down December fifteenth. That was when Norman. So oh, excuse me, it's February because Norman got shipped out December fifteenth, and then two months later was when Ray was supposed to get shipped out. God damn it! <laughs> no, Lance is gonna November twenty forty five. Then December, Ray's birthday, December 2015. All right. Well, apparently I was wrong. So that means That's Norman, got sh- Norman got shipped out in... Oh, Norman. That's different. Sorry. I'm talking about Ray. Oh, they're here. Oh, they're full. I bought it. Huh? Pause. Pause. Hold on. Matt's going to get us our pizza from Toppers. Toppers. Wait. Back from our break, right? Topper's been delivered. Lance is still eating over here. Mouthful of pizza. We're good. <laughs> Mouthful so- is my mouth is full of pizza. <laughs> All right, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lance. I know. You, I know you do have 
some questions for us. So why why don't you give us one? Yeah. So my okay. So one of my questions is why did the mothers train to fight? We saw in episode eight that Krona had hand to hand fight Singo says, dude, we're talking about fucking twelve and under year olds. Are we talking about like kung fu? Why why self defense, man. Uh you gotta realize this is an American anime. Like you gotta realize there's a Is it American? No, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not American. No, that's what I'm saying. This anime was created in a different country. Yeah. The United States, we're lazy as shit. Yeah. Like I don't I I, I really can't word it that well. But like we were talking off air, Lance. We were talking off air about you know your grandmother, and when she came to this country, she was three years advanced than anybody else, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm guessing. Like maybe they have a better system than we do, and they teach them how to do self defense. I think it more has to do with the fact that you know there's thirty some odd kids, thirty five plus kids, and you have to be able to prevent them from escaping. Because look at Isabella breaking Emma's leg. Ooh, I had no note of that. In I one mean, instance. Yes, that's probably the best explanation that that could explain. Like, yeah. But that's the worst 20, case scenario, 20, too. Yeah, exactly. The worst case scenario. Yes, of course, a twenty something year old could beat the Fuck out of an eleven-year-old, any, pre- any preteen. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess, yeah, just prevention. It will come down. Yeah, it's honestly it's just prevention. But you, you just see like Corona fucking putting some random ass person into a submission, hardcore wrestling style. Like I don't think it's that extreme. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I'm totally on board with things going a little overboard, but like, but yeah, we're I- talking about. Preteens here? Oh, not, no, not no, even preteens. No, just just what Matt said. Episode eight. Like I, I wrote this word for word. Holy fuck! Shit got real. <laughs> Mom broke Emma's leg. Yep. So <laughs> oh, that was fucked. You you have to be able episode to. Eight? Yeah. Episode uh, eight. You have to be able to prevent your merchandise from leaving. Yep. In a manner yep. in which it doesn't permanently destroy them. So that's uh, probably more what it is. So kind of expanding from that, from we, from what you just said, episode nine. So episode eight, then the end of episode eight, you find out Norman's getting shit. Yep. Episode nine, then you obviously already know this and that, and they're trying to come up with plans and know how how to prevent it. They come up with a plan for Ray's break Ray to break his arm and getting sick. Yep. And or getting sick. And or getting sick. Why not just get Norman sick? Done. It would have it would have had to have been like legit. Like you can fake it, but he was already gonna be accepted. I think it was just one of those things where they weren't changing their plans as far as Norman getting shipped out. So in order to prevent Ray from getting shipped out, it was, hey, what can we do? Yeah. All right. Any other questions? Not really a question, but something that I did note down. Actually, uh, no, I'm not on it yet. Oh, actually, no, yes. Yes, I am. Holy shit. Episode 11. Ray is going to light himself on fire. Yep. Bro, a 12-year-old. Yep. Oh, I, I don't know. He's like, from America, obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lance is drunk. <laughs> but you have to think, he's basically spent six years mentally preparing for this to happen. 
I guarantee you as soon as he... I get it, but they're kids, bro. They're not that... Okay, yeah, this is... They, they're, they're impressionable, but Super come. advanced. They, super advanced. They are only kids in their appearance. They are probably smarter than most people we know. In comparison. They are probably the smartest people you can think of. I don't know if you guys watch, um, like, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But they are probably Sheldon. Like, all of them are probably Sheldon. That's probably a good... Yeah. That's a a good way to throw that out. Like, yes, they might be 11, but they are nowhere near... Savants. Yes. They're They're borderline savants. And so, he has probably been mentally preparing for this instance to happen. Like, he probably, at 6, decided he was going to burn himself alive as a fucking six-year-old at 12 that was probably his decision was hey in six years i'm just gonna burn this house down well you know Fuck what? You demons well eat, you know what they they captured that perfectly like it, yes. it was fucked yes it was fucked but it was like all right i get it but god damn it was fucked because it, it probably took out. him years of stealing like one bottle of lighter fluid at a time. Oh, that mother- that's another thing. That motherfucker had like over 10 canisters of bottle. Yeah, he'd probably been stealing like one every couple no, months. I'm not talking about years. that. That's another thing. About, I'm talking about him preparing. Him preparing from the moment that he found out. Well, he knew the whole time. But him being a spy for mom at six years old and preparing and having that deal where you can get. Actually, we didn't even talk about this. Where you can get like a, a reward. He called yep. it a reward. Yep. But everything that he got was outdated. Well, so he talked about how he was using those gifts in order to help determine what you what he can get. What he can get and kind of see what's going on in the outside world. So... Yes and no. You want to know what my problem with this is? Hmm. The current date of these calendars is 2045. Yep. He's asking for all this stuff that is... Are, these, these kids are told... That that the year is 2015, right? No, they're told it's 2045. All all of the kids understand that the year is 2045. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have a calendar, so they know they know what the year and date is. But but it doesn't matter if they know the year; they don't know what technology is out there. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, that might contradict some things that might have happened. Um. Just tell us what you got, man. Not that it's on the top of my mind, and not that I can find in my notes at the moment, because I didn't pay that much close attention. There is moments in the anime that they refer to things as current as 2015. I don't, I, I I, I don't know what they would... I know Ray talks about how some things are slightly outdated. Yeah. But that's the only, like, current... Reference of timeline. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure I'm not hundred percent sure what you're referencing as being current. I know he talks about how there are certain things that are current and then basically all of his technology stuff is slightly outdated. Okay. But it might have been something you just barely missed and then you saw it was something else, maybe. I mean, I know it's gotta be a bunch of stuff that I'm throwing together that's yep. a mixture of stuff. Maybe. Um but what I am Pretty sure is that the actual current date before Ray gets shipped off. Ray gets shipped off of December fifteenth, right? Did you know his I mean, his his quote unquote shipment date. His twelfth birthday. How how about that? How about that? His birthday is December fifteenth. That's what I wrote down. Did you guys? I don't remember that. Similar. 
We officially didn't break the year. Um, so it was 2045. Yes, 2045. Uh, so that means it would have to be... Uh, let's see. So his birthday is January 15th. Shit, January 15th? Yes. Okay. Somehow I missed out on an additional month. I remember writing down that um, they had waited out an additional month. Two months have gone by. They were shorter months. A lit up Christmas. So Norman was shipped out almost two months to the day that of Ray's birthday. So that means Norman was shipped out in basically the vi- middle of November. And then Ray would have been um, 12 in January. So it, it probably one of those things where they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So they just have a Christmas tree or something along those lines. And so that's what that is. Do that clear things up. Okay. Before we get too much further, let's talk about the mothers. Okay. Sister Corona does expose that she herself has a tattoo on her neck. Yeah. But mom doesn't. But mom doesn't have anything. That's... But we know through her history that she she was was one of the children. So it's just... Something that they fucked up and didn't either didn't show it or got rid of it for. Wait, is that is that your assumption or is that a fact? That's a fact because in the manga you see it, and they and um, in the manga she calls out by her number, like that's how they identify her as. It's kind of a big fuck up. Damn, it's not important, but it's kind of a big fuck up for this just in general. But I mean, they they show it in the anime, so it's. It's one of those things where, like, you're doing one of two things. You're either inferring that they, after they become a mother, they no longer refer them as their serial number and get rid of the branding, or it was something they messed up, like, got rid of for whatever reason. So, there's really your only two options is either they decided while making the anime that they weren't going to put the mother's... Um, Isabella's number branding on her neck, or you have to infer something else. So yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, nope. It, it she is um, her serial number is her code number to help alert everybody else that the children escape. Um, one of my other questions is if I know that both of you guys are parents. Mm-hmm. If both of you decide to watch this with your kids, would you secretly write a serial number on the side of their neck? <laughs> <laughs> So that when no. they wake up, that they have no, no, because I can never, I can never do the same circumstance in which the mothers do, where it's you. I mean, Ricky can probably um, attest to this better than I can, just because my my daughter is biologically my daughter, but she's but... also from Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's going to Hogwarts. That's in about uh, eight years. But I. Because I've raised her, even if she wasn't my own, because I've raised her as an infant, like, I couldn't just essentially chuck her aside Mm. and call it a day. Okay, I guess the point of me writing that was literally just to fuck with them. Yeah, no, that's not how I would fuck with my child. (laughs) I thought you were trying to go much deeper than that. Oh, no, you went way deep, man. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, hell hell to the fuck, yeah, I write a fucking number (laughs) under that. (laughs) I will fuck with my kids. He he'll he'll shave a number on the side of their head. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah, no doubt about it, man. I got three boys. 
They can handle it. <laughs> I'm all right. Anything else, Lance? Yeah, I got I got a couple more things. Okay. What do you got? Shoot him. Okay. Can we talk about Krona for a fucking second? All right, what else? How fucking annoying she is when she dances and sings. <laughs> like, I, I think it's just meant to be, she's meant to be over the top. She's oh, they definitely achieved that goal because they have so many close-ups. Like, I, this is why I, I want to talk about that too. Like, so many close-up of her face. Like, it, I don't, it was so unnatural. Yeah. Like, they just zoom in, well, they don't zoom in on her face, but she just kind of comes into that camera angle or whatever. Super annoying talking to that fucking doll. I, it's one of those things where they're like trying to show that they're crazy. Yeah, oh, she was definitely crazy. And definitely I, crazy. I think they went overboard on trying to drive the fact home that she is just out of her mind. I think that's all that was. Well, was, they proved it and they did a great job of it because I will I say in the I will say in the manga they don't go that bad. It's not that bad. Oh, that's, okay. The angle that I want to work out is that what if they showed a POV of, like, some other child's bedroom, like, an adjacent bedroom of listening to Sister Krona, because we all know that Sister Krona just fucking screams. She is so loud. Like, oh, I am going to prove that mom is the bad person. And like I just want to, I just want a side view of like some. And you know that child. And you know what that child is. Phil. Whatever. Yeah. Phil. It's gonna be Phil's bedroom, and Phil's gonna be like Sister Krona is in the very next bedroom, screaming about how she is gonna take over the next position. Like, dude, she's literally giving away her position. So I will say that was a creative liberty because in the manga she's not screaming all these things yes she is kind of dancing and being you could tell that she's missing some screws but as far as the (laughs) whole like just screaming all of her plans like she does in the anime that doesn't happen she she is thinking all these things in her head and being very manipulative throughout the series but not like in the anime that's totally cool but the dancing and the singing the the over exaggerated dancing i was watching this with my fiance emily is a dance teacher she literally teaches kids how to dance and now we're watching krona fucking flail around like an anime fucking dancer it was embarrassing to watch (laughs) with emily (laughs) did did emily say it was over the top she gave me a look. <laughs> she didn't give me a look. No, I thought she was going to be like, oh, shit, that's the same routine we have. <laughs> no, it was very much. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Corona is embarrassing herself. Oh, absolutely. In, in any aspect. Yep. If you were to get caught watching this, but still. But I, I get it. I get it. It's just, it's just to show that she's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I so, agree with that. Yes, but you can do it in like a little more natural way. No, nah, she's not. Na- None of this is natural, though. I know. Bro, I know. Not, oh, but she lie. is so fucking I'm not a lie. embarrassing uh, I'm, to watch. I'm glad that you brought her up, too, because I just thought of like one of the most creepiest moments. It's like when the kids are running through the woods and all of a sudden you see like a, a side view of Krona's <laughs> like face like standing next to a tree. Bro, that I almost shit myself. <laughs> that was scary as fuck. You're running through the woods and all of a sudden you just see 
It goes slow motion, and you mm-hmm. see this grown person just staring at you, smiling. Anime logic. Anime. <laughs> Speaking of anime logic, it's I'm it's probably a similar scene when they're playing playing tag with Corona with Corona, and Norman is the last guy to be tagged. Norman's running from Corona. Yeah. And then we lose sight of Norman in our visual sense, and we're going through Corona's eyes, and all of a sudden. Norman's gone. And then there's like a quick instant that Norman's fucking behind her. This motherfucker uses instant transmission. <laughs> <laughs> that bothers me. I, I don't care how smart this dude is. Hey, that told her the game was over? During that game of tag. Yeah. That same That game. was Ray. Mm. But it was... That was Norman. Uh, Nor- so Norman and Emma were the last two. Yeah. And then they split up and Sister Krona goes immediately after Ray... Or Norman. Nor- no. She immediately goes after Emma because Emma has the kids with her. And then Sister Crone goes after Emma, gets Emma, and then goes after Norman and fails. Um, Speaking of failing, I know we're getting to close to the end of our discussion. So I want to start pointing out some stuff that I want to point out. Um, Okay, so at the very last couple episodes, they start ziplining to freedom, right? Mm -hmm. So I I started thinking, what if they started ziplining some of those babies? What if they started ziplining some of those unfit kids? Like, dude, I just wanted to see some... I just wanted to see some of those fucking kids just start falling. Man, you really want some of them kids to die. Yeah. That's the second time you brought that up. Yeah, that's the second time you brought it up. Yeah. You're diabolical. You're a devil. Yeah, I wanted to see some fucking drama. Like, there is so much happening at this final episode. Every single kid is ziplining perfectly. Mom says, you know what? All those kids made it. I hope I hope they succeed. And happy go lucky. Fuck that. Let's just see some kids. Let's just I, no. I thought I just want to see. I remember one of scene. those fucking kids just. Oh. I remember. I remember that scene, and I thought Emma was gonna get caught. So you thought they, she was gonna stay behind, like she was gonna get caught, and she was gonna be stuck behind. So they they do no. make it. Yeah, seem like I mean that. they did make it seem like that for sure. Oh, I was getting so pissed. Like I was like. Go! Like, exactly. What the fuck are you looking at her? And that's Go! What my, that's what my fiance was saying. Like, she was watching with me and she was, she was yelling at the TV, like, fucking, fucking jump! Go! Fucking go! She is 10 feet away from you, fucking go! And it was, I was laughing my ass off the entire time. Cause I, I knew, I knew what was gonna happen, but Emily was like, she has no idea. Oh, I was the same way. Me and Emily had that oh. in common. I was screaming, I'm like, bro, fucking go! It's just one of those things where you can't have a story be all go. You need a little bit of that up and down and up. Like, if this whole thing would be just straight suspense, people wouldn't enjoy it. So you got to have that kind of that downturn. So then probably what's going to happen immediately in season two is just going to have that straight spike again. And then you're just going to kind of have those wave ripple effects where it's going to be, all right, now I'm not anxious as fuck about what's going to happen. And now some kid's going to die or something crazy like that. Uh, And and I feel like that's just what's going to keep happening is that they're going to kind of lull you into a little bit of relaxation and okayness about what's going on in the story. And then they're just going to go way off into left field 
make you be like, what the fuck? And then just kind of keep recycling that series of events. Hey, I don't blame them. It's working so far. It is. And I I will say, I don't like shows that are just like straight suspense. And then the last like second, they're like, oh. You figure it out. Here you go. And so I, you, a good story will always have. 100% agree. Good suspense. And then a little bit of a lull. And I like, then, I like, you, you, you have to like almost like being tricked. Yes. Just, yep. You like being fooled. I, I, I do. See, I thought, I thought I almost figured it out a couple of times. Like, fuck, I'm stupid. That wasn't <laughs> it. That's why I don't like going too deep into it because I just want to enjoy what happens next, not be like, Oh, well, I saw that detail. I think this is going to happen. Oh, look, that happened. Or uh, Well, I mean, that's how I feel about how they need to refresh every single body. Like, body. Not everybody, everybody. Like, <laughs> there's a new person that gets shipped out, every, like, every other month. So that means that, like you said, Matt, earlier, that, like, five new babies come in every couple months to offset that but like the anime doesn't show that yeah so i don't know about you ricky but like i'm 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 kind of tapped out on questions anime wise no i'm good man i think it's time to move on to matt's manga mention matt what are these matt manga mentions gonna offer all right um, I will say, as far as season one is concerned, they do a very good job of sticking true to the manga. There's not a whole lot of changes. Um, I have about three pages worth of notes. So it's about average, really, compared to, like, ever since I start, we started doing this. It's about three pages is what what you're going to see as far as something that sticks well to the manga versus kind of veers off a bunch. Um, one thing that you don't really notice is Emma points out that the house is like a cage. So the windows are all got lattices on them that are bolted to the house. So you can't escape through the windows. Okay, so it already seems like a dungeon so, or a prison to begin with. But you wouldn't notice it because, I mean, they're lattices, so they have they allow light and all these other things but unless you were trying to go out the window you wouldn't notice that you can't go out the window um so emma notices that um about the day after the the day after they find out about connie getting killed and getting shipped off to the kids or to the the monsters and i don't mean like downgrade that little detail but it really doesn't matter yeah no it's those because they have that big ass wall around them. Yeah, it, it doesn't change any things, but that's one of the first notices, uh, or the first thing that Emma notices about how they're essentially in a cage. After they find out the truth. After they find yeah. out about the truth. Yep. And then you also see uh, Isabella, ha- you see her mar- tattoo slash uh, serial number on her neck. The. Wait, really? Yeah. Is it you, mom? You see, yeah, you, you see, see mom's tattoo? Yeah, we, we got the ball there. Wait, in, we, the, we in did the, the anime. Manga. Manga. Oh, in my, the manga. I was going to say, in the anime, I don't I don't know if we talked about I don't remember if we talked about this previously. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. The anime, the anime doesn't show it. Nope. Nope. Uh, and then, so you remember the scene in which it's immediate, I think it's episode two, where mom kind of confronts Emma to try and figure out if she's the one that left the stuffed animal at the oh, gate. Oh, yeah. That was creepy as shit. So you find out that 
uh, Isabella is actually checking Emma's pulse to see if she's like getting freaked out or lying or any of those other oh, things. Yeah. So seeing she's if, seeing if things are unnormal. Yes, and Emma does. Emma does pass because her pulse doesn't change when she answers or when she asks those questions. So that helps show Emma's ability to get through the situation. But that also shows it. It references that that mom really doesn't know who was out there. Yep, exactly. Because in the anime, you yeah. you kind of you know it infers that mom knows her. Yeah, but it also infers that Emma is a top notch fucking actor and that she can hide that at the moment she isn't the one to be suspicious yep and don't be suspicious you can you can definitely see that to be the case in this you do find out that mom suspects that it's somebody and you find out that it's ray that tells mom who the two that were that escaped but of course he does that in order to get rewards in order for them to escape so it's kind of a a wash per se um norman says that he wants to go with emma's plan because he loves her not just because he thinks that it's a good plan whoa yes manga yes manga says love Yes, manga says love. So, manga says love. Okay, let's make that very clear. Yes. So, so Norman anime is anime never says it. Norman is doing everything because he loves Emma, yep. not just because. And they came very damn close. Yeah, for real. Very, I love that you said that. Very yeah. damn close. You could infer it in the anime, yeah, yeah. But, but they definitely did not declare it. No, right? no. Because we're talking about fucking eleven-year-olds. Yep. <laughs> they don't know shit about love. And talk to my son, seven years old. He loves his girlfriend. <laughs> Fuck, he does. <laughs> uh, so another thing that happens is for days after the incident at the gate and before Krona, so it's the day before Krona appears, Isabella has the five oldest kids basically spot clean the entire house. Go through the inventory of everything and just clean the house like spotless and clear what will be Krona's room. But they don't know why they're clearing it. They just know that they have to go through it and clear all this stuff. So that room was net. Krona's room was never meant to be her room. It used to be a storage room. And then they took everything out and go through the storage and all that stuff. Some so big ass storage room in the anime. <laughs> Weird. I mean, it's a huge story room in the manga, too. Um, The newborn arrives when Krona arrives. Yeah. Yes. I didn't. I, I kind of missed the that. The baby that they examined for the uh, the ear deal and Krona arrived at like the same episode. Yep. So Krona is the one that brings the baby. I did mention that the three premium grade kids, so that would be Ray, Norman, and Emma, were all meant to be shipped out together in order for this carnival or not carnival, a uh, ceremonial festival. Um, and they were the only three premium grades 
Wait, don't skip over the fact that you said ceremonial. Yes, that's that's literally all you know. I'm not skipping over anything. I am skipping over things, <laughs> but I can't give you any more information because you don't know any more information. All you know is that they are getting shipped out for a, a super important ceremonial festival. And they are... That as far as season one goes, we have no idea what that even yeah. means. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any implication of what that would mean in season one? Um, Basically, it's the head of the monsters yeah. is going to be who... The one? Yeah, the like the top of the food chain kind of of the monsters. Yeah. That that's really all you can infer slash that's kind of what they say, but, but nothing's they don't been really confirmed say. in your manga and in the anime. In the manga, okay, okay. Um, Norman does talk about killing Crone to get her basically out of the way because she's hindering their plans. Uh, he also talks about killing. Isabella as well, instead of just, like, one of his initial plans was to kill Isabella and then escape, instead of trying to find a good way to escape. Okay, so is that where the animated version of them looking for poisons uh, so that's comes a, into play? That's different. That does happen. But he talks initially about killing Isabella to escape. And then the plan... Like, or for one, real or for just... Like, no, for real. Uh, just like he talks about trying, um, wanting to kill Krona to get her because she's a hindrance to the plan. And that's... Damn, a, these kids are fucking savages. I mean, he did have poison and stuff. Uh, that stuff wasn't... That's only, uh... Norman. Yeah. Yeah. Norman thinking about this shit. Yeah, it's just Norman. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just Norman. He's just an eleven-year-old genius. Exactly. Um, the so the the poison was really meant for Ray to tell Mom that he was going to poison her. That's all. That's all that was. Okay. So Norman was assuming that he would. He ar- that he, Ray would tattle on him. He already knew that Ray was the spy at that point. Yeah. So, I yeah. was gonna say yeah because at the point at the point of all this poisoning shit was basically mid to end of the series like shit was already established yeah yeah no the the point or the killing of isabella and crona was before and then ray informs norman that he is the spy and basically they come up with a plan that norman is going to use poison to kill isabella in order for ray to tell her and get the reward um oh that's i mean kind of it doesn't I mean, really change anything. I, I didn't realize that Ray was trying to poison. No, Ray wasn't trying to poison, but Ray informed. Sorry, sorry, Norman. That Norman yeah. was trying to poison uh, Sister Crona. Uh, no, in the anime, it's just Isabella, but in the manga, he talks about eliminating Crona because she's kind of in the way, because she's always around, kind of thing. I thought that was, that was what you were trying to say. No, not quite. Uh, but anyway, so when they tell Don and Gilda the about the monsters, well, not about the monsters, but where the, the kids are, where the kids are going, they talk about human trafficking. Not, I don't know. They mentioned that in the anime. Do they? Okay, I, I remember don't. them mentioning human trafficking. I don't know what point, but they do mention that. I did miss that, which uh, um, during the conversation with Krona. 
and Norman and Emma, they talk. Uh, Krona brings up the fact that there is a microchip implanted on her heart in order to restart it if she were to ever die and or to kill her if she ever stepped foot off the grounds of whichever orphanage she is at. Yeah. So it's that's super fucked up. Um, it sounds like she needs a uh, Rimuru. Sounds like she needs Rimuru to substitute <laughs> some fucking hearts or something. Uh, yeah. That would that would help. Uh, you find out Isabella is thirty one, so she was yep. born in two thousand fourteen. Yep. Uh, and uh, Krona is twenty six. Yep. Krona also during the conversation talks about how there are humans that don't get eaten, and she suggests that all of the kids find that group in order for them to not get eaten. So that final scene in episode 11 where mom is there and then Emma kind of stares back at her and all that bullshit stuff that pissed off Emily. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the manga. So when Isabella finally gets to the area, all the kids are already gone, like long gone. And she does take all that extra stuff in which she takes it because she wants to make sure that the monsters don't find out where they were and where they went off to and then the last little bit of information is just to kind of put it in perspective the how they viewed the children they had six low grade three average two good two high and then two premium that was two premium two premium so ray and emma were premium after norman was suggested to be out no, the, as they escaped. So the escapee children were l- deemed the quality of, so six low, six average, or three average, two good, two high, and two premium. That was the 15. The two premium are, are Ray and Emma. Ray and Emma, and then Norman Don- would have been the third premium. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that's, what I was, that's what I was getting. Yeah. Norman's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Don and Gilda are deemed good quality. They suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows season one ends on chapter 37 okay and there are, so everybody does know the manga has concluded and there are a total of 181 chapters and yes. and this current chapter ended on chapter 37 is that what is it yeah 37 damn so there's a hundred Forty four seasons maybe? more chapters. So probably it'll probably be two more seasons, to be completely honest. Huh? You can expect a solid full three seasons out of this. Yeah. And that's that's everything. That's all the different that's all the major slash important details that were missed. So I guess uh, I guess we can call that a, a wrap. Ricky, why don't you uh yeah. close us out? I'm pretty sure that's it, right? Nobody else got nothing to mention. Nope. We're good, we're good. Yep. Alright, well, Appreciate it. Listeners, Anime Loungers, you know it. Another wrap for uh, Anime Lounge Podcast. This was The Promised Neverland Season 1. Uh, obviously, Season 2 is out. Has it been announced? Is it announced? It's out. It's, it's out. It's out. It's out. Season um, 2 is officially out. Yeah. Season you know, you know 3 is the you one know I'm the rookie. You know I'm the rookie. Um, I'm guessing we're going to be doing Season 2 eventually. You know, we'll yep. get to it. Obviously, we're loving this anime. It's a great anime. Please follow us. Share. Follow. Do whatever you can to our content to get our word out there let's grow this anime community follow us on facebook instagram spotify anything you know where we're at and that's a wrap